and welcome back to A Pinch of Pixie Dust, your podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa. And I'm your other host, Mandy. And we're here to talk to you about all things Disney. As always. Yes. So, first of all, don't know what happened in the intro, but hi, Happy New Year, we're back. Yes. <laughs> we hope you had a wonderful holiday season. Yep, whatever you celebrate, we hope it was great. We hope it was surrounded by friends, family, loved ones, all that good stuff. Yes, and we hope you have a very safe and healthy New Year. Yes. So, to bring back the new uh, year, to bring it in, to start this year again, we are going to be doing another Versus episode. We really enjoyed the first one, so we figured we would bring it back and do a second one. Yeah, and you guys seem to like it too, because the numbers were good, so we'll just stick with it. I do have to apologize. I have a little bit of a cold, so if I sound kind of funny, that is why. I will try not to sniffle the whole time, because that's what I've been doing all day, so again, I apologize in advance. And I don't think I was prepared, because my mouth my brain aren't working together today so if I stumble over words don't even don't even think about it it's just because of the Christmas break we like we're rusty <laughs> yeah, we gotta get back into it so stick with us we'll get through it hopefully it's good <laughs> yes so today we are going to be putting against each other Ariel and Aurora so Aurora is our last princess technically in the renaissance no the classic, classic era, era. And Ariel is our first one in the Renaissance era. But it is their movies, so of course it's Sleeping Beauty versus The Little Mermaid. Yes. Um, and we are doing the exact same categories that we did last time. So we are ranking them by main character, villain, supporting characters, story, prince, setting, and animation. Correct. So let's get started. Okay. What did you have for best main character? So, for main character, I gave this category to Ariel because we actually get to see her throughout the movie. Yeah. Unfortunately, Aurora, uh, Sleeping Beauty, is a Sleeping Beauty her entire movie. So, she doesn't have a lot of growth. She doesn't really have a lot of character development. And Ariel has a little bit of everything in her movie. So, I felt it was only fair to give it to her because, again... We don't really know anything about Aurora. Yeah, so just to kind of expand upon what Alyssa said, I mean, Ariel definitely was my winner as well. Um, I love Aurora, but she literally is only on screen for 18 minutes in her own movie. Yeah. Like, like, that's kind of crazy. She speaks 18 lines of dialogue. That's nothing. She speaks less than any other main character in a Disney movie, with the exception of Dumbo, who does not speak. <laughs> so he's an elephant. Exactly. So there you go. Um, while I do find Ariel to be a little bratty at times. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, she's 16 years old and she thinks she knows better than literally everybody else. Like every other 16-year-old. And, like, just goes off on her own <clears throat> into, like, dangerous situations. So, like, while I do think she's bratty and can be a little... She's not the smartest... Exactly. Um, she's a lot less passive and feels like an actual main character in her movie. Yeah, I totally agree. All right, so our next category, we have villain. So for me personally, this was my hardest category. My first sentence that I wrote is literally, this is a tough one. <laughs> yeah, so they are both wonderful villains. They both accomplish their goals. Mm -hmm. um, Ursula a little less so because... Ariel does, you know, end up getting her voice back. But I guess Aurora wakes up. Right, right. So I guess they both accomplish them and don't. But I gave it to Maleficent, personally. Um, and just because I like her more 
than Ursula. Nothing against Ursula. Right. Nothing against her. But I just think Maleficent is sick. She turns into a dragon. I mean, like, come on. I mean, that is pretty darn cool. (laughs) She's awesome. She accomplished her goal, but also, she's a dragon. She puts up a good fight. I don't know. I think she's the winner for me, personally. Okay, so here's my take on the whole thing. So, they're actually very similar villains, if you think about them. So, both Maleficent and Ursula are holding a grudge against the main character's parents. Yeah. And they both take it out on the daughter. They both have cool final forms. While I think Maleficent is a little cooler with the dragon versus, like, the giant Ursula. Although Ursula does have two forms because she turns into Vanessa. That is true. The female form. That is very true. Um, But I was thinking more like her final Final evolution. Um, They also both have really cool sidekicks. Maleficent, of course, has Diablo. And Ursula has Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah. I have to give the slight edge to Maleficent, though, because Ursula had to steal Triton's trident to become giant and, like, get her final form. Very true. Otherwise, she wouldn't have been quite as threatening. As powerful. Yeah, exactly. Um, Maleficent also fought fairies with magic of their own, which Ursula kind of was against a 16-year-old girl and her boyfriend. Like... Yeah. Realistically, I think the fight was a little bit fairer on the Sleeping Beauty side, so that's why I gave the edge to Maleficent. Yeah, that's a really good point. But I mean, dang, they're like phenomenal villains. They They really really are. are. Like, I feel like almost against any other villain, like, they would win. Yeah. But against each other, it's It's tough. It's really hard. Yeah. All right, so the third category is supporting characters. So who do you have? Okay, so this is, of course, Flora, Fauna, Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether versus Sebastian, Flounder, and Scuttle. And Max, I guess. And Max, like, yeah, but he's not really, like, super involved. He's cute, though. Nobody's cute. <laughs> okay, so while Sebastian, Flounder, and Scuttle are very loyal companions... They don't have many skills to fight the evil they're facing. Very true. So without Meriwether, Aurora would have died at the very beginning of her movie. You're not wrong. Like, without her changing the curse slightly, Aurora's done. Yeah. And I feel like just because they have powers and they are able to fight off Maleficent a little bit, Mm -hmm. I feel like they're the winners. I definitely agree. I mean, I think that... Flounder, Sebastian, and Scuttle have a little bit more, I think they're a little cuter, Uh but that doesn't always mean that they're the better sidekick. Agreed. Um, I do think Scuttle has the best personality out of all of them, though. (laughs) I think Scuttle is phenomenal, but I do have to give it to the fairies because they can at least help her at the end of the day. Exactly. I mean, Flounder's like, what, 10? Not, like... You know, because yeah, he's, he's just like a, a little, little child, basically. Guppy. Yeah. So, like, what's he doing? Exactly. You're not doing nothing. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Next category. Next category is the story overall. Yes. So, again, the stories are, again, very, very similar. It starts out with a grudge that's taken out on the person's daughter. Yep. The princes and supporting characters band together to defeat the evil, and true love's first kiss is important. Yeah. Both princesses fell in love with a prince they didn't really know. Yeah. I mean, it's just a very tough choice because I love both stories, but they are so similar. 
I'm going to give the edge to Little Mermaid because it is unique that an Ariel is a little bit of a different character being a mermaid and she's a little less passive as I talked about before with the main character. Yeah. It makes her story just a little bit more interesting in my opinion. I agree. But it's very tough because they are basically the same story with different settings. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that. I, I did give it to The Little Mermaid just because, again, a little bit more happens. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more of a full, complete story. Yes. Again, Aurora, we don't even see our main character for the majority of the movie. So I did give it to Little Mermaid, but like you said, they are very similar. Yeah. I mean, they basically just redid the movie twice. Pretty much. Which, like, good on Disney for I mean, tricking if you, all of us. If you think about it, like, a lot of the early Disney are movies very are very similar. They kind of follow the same script with just slight differences. Yeah, poor girl that wants to, you know, get married, whatever. Falls in love with this prince at first they don't know. <laughs> Something happens, they get poisoned, or, you know, they get, like, their fingerprints. Something dramatic happens. And then Prince Saves Day. Pretty much. And I then mean, get married happily ever after. That, Second movie, you have a kid, and it's not as good. Yep. Basically what That's it pretty is. much the, uh, the pattern. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I did give it to Little Mermaid. Okay, number five, The Prince. You want to hear something kind of funny? Sure. I totally skipped this category, not on purpose, but I did, but I have opinions. <laughs> All right, so um, I did, like, okay, I don't know how to put this, right? So I know that we should not be reading into Disney movies. They're Disney movies. They're meant for kids. They're supposed to be lighthearted and cute and fun and like, eh. I cannot give this category, though, to Aurora's Prince. I had to give it to Eric. He basically kissed somebody that, like, wasn't consenting, and it's weird to me. It's just uncomfortable. I get he slays a dragon, like, he has a sword, and he's like, whoa, and he has a cool horse, but, like, Eric at least is trying to get to know Ariel. Right, right. Like, I get she can't communicate, but, like, he can at least try to get to know her. Like, they went to dinner. Like, he was trying. He was, he was. So, (sighs) it's interesting that you say that, because before you said that, your answer was, uh, what's his name? Philip. Yes. Philip, Philip, Philip. My answer was Philip until you said that and reminded me of that fact because last time I gave it to Prince Charming. For that same reason. For that same reason. So again, I have to give it to Eric just because that way I'm consistent. But I was thinking, oh, Philip fought a dragon. Like it was really Yeah, he cool. did like some stuff. <laughs> like it's just creepy. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. And again, I know, like, that's not what we should be, like, reading into, because, again, it is a child movie. Right. But being a grown adult watching it, I'm like, mm. Yeah, I think, like, that's very much a product of the time period when it was released. Definitely. I mean, if they were to release those movies today, I think it would be different, but it was released back then, so that's kind of how it is. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I don't know. It's weird. But no, anyway. Agreed. Agreed. For um, sure. All right. So our sixth category is the setting. So what did you have for setting? 
Okay, so I had to give this to the Little Mermaid again. Like, so while I. I'm usually a sucker for castles, because, I mean, it's a castle. Duh. <laughs> I absolutely love the ocean, the beautiful bright colors, the different aquatic animals. It's just perfect. And plus, you get, you know, some of the on-land stuff, too, when she's with Eric. So, I just really enjoy the ocean setting. I agree. You definitely get, like, the best of both worlds with The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think the best part of it, like you said, is the colors. Especially when they're under the sea and all the fish are swimming around. The big, like, under the sea scene. scene oh, my gosh. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Unless you're stuck on the ride and then you probably want to, like, die. Yeah. Because we've gotten stuck in that room, and it's just like, oh, please get me out of here. It wouldn't be bad if they, like, played the entire song. But it's, like, the same, it's like, It's the same, chorus. like, exactly, over and over and over again. We're traumatized, can you guys tell? <laughs> but I do think that the setting in The Little Mermaid is better. I mean, I just think you get more of a variety. Yeah. So, super random story, super quick. So, not only was I traumatized by being stuck on the ride and hearing that song over and over again, and just that part of the song, but when Matt was playing um, Kingdom Hearts, you know how it's all, like, Disney-themed? Oh, yeah, 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 the Under the Sea section is, like... The Under the Sea section, it's, like, the same thing. Mm -hmm. It plays Under the Sea over and over and over again. I was just like, oh my gosh, I love this song, but... I have my limits. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you need to put it on mute. Yeah. After a while. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Last category. This one's almost not fair. I know. But what are you going to do? So animation. Obviously, I think you have to give it to Little Mermaid. Mermaid. I mean, look how many years difference there is and how much they had time to improve. The animation should be better. And yeah. It is. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I think the animation is beautiful, um, especially for the time. I mean, because animation still wasn't perfect. Exactly. I mean, look how crisp it is now, and it's still not perfect. Like, but I do think it's much cleaner. Absolutely. Than Sleeping Beauty. Yep. All right. So totals. So for Sleeping Beauty, I gave her. Vil- well, I should say, yeah. I gave her villains and supporting characters. So did I. And then for The Little Mermaid, I gave her main character, story, setting, prince, and animation. Yes. So, unlike last episode that was a tie. Yes. There's a clear winner in this one, and it is the movie The Little Mermaid. Yes. And eventually, I'll give you a sneak peek. In March, we're going to actually be doing a little March Madness with all of the Versus episodes that we do. So I'm really excited to see where Ariel kind of stacks up against some of the later princesses after her. Agreed. I think it's going to be really interesting. Yes. Hopefully our original princess doesn't get too blown out of the water just because some of the categories aren't, you know. Favorable towards the classics. Exactly. But I'm really excited to see where you guys are going to rank everything, where we rank everything. I'm really excited to see how it's going to work. I agree. So, Ariel and the Little Mermaid is the winner today, but you know who else is a winner, Alyssa? Who is that? Our listeners, of course. They are winners. And we want to thank them. Now, this is for listening to the episode Hocus Pocus 2. Thank you to our listeners in Bethel Park, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Honolulu, Hawaii. Thank you to Washington, D.C., Raleigh, North Carolina, Mumbai, and India. 
Thank you to our listeners in Starkville, Mississippi, Jackson, Tennessee, Morris, Pennsylvania, Irwin, Pennsylvania, Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, and thank you to our listeners in France, the Netherlands, and the Czech Republic. We unfortunately don't have cities for you guys, but we do have the country, and we want to say thank you to guys for listening. Yes, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. Well, everyone, that will do it for this week's episode. We want to know who is your winner in The Little Mermaid versus Sleeping Beauty. Let us know on Facebook or Instagram at a pinch of pixie dust podcast. You can also email us at pinch of pixie dust at outlook.com. And until next time, guys, we hope your lives are full of faith, trust, and pixie dust. Bye, everyone. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.